Hello, I'm here. I don't know where Dave is. Okay. Yeah, where is Dave? David, what are you doing? Reading. What? While we're talking? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you reading? I'm reading about how a, a California <laughs> condor chick has been born in uh, the National Park. And I was like, oh, condors are pretty big. That's pretty cool. Then I scrolled on. Right. El condor pasa. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Some Simon and Garfunkel there for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think we're good. Okay, good. Yay. So, Yay. Uh, with that being Five, said, or... <laughs> three. Three. Two. Two. two one. I love the world in a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Happy songs <laughs> over. My name's David O'Shea, and I am at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com, and I'm joined as always by Beth. Hello, I'm at Eliza underscore B E T H A N on Twitter. And Veronica. Hello, I am at C H I L E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we're the Happy Hour at Happy Hour on Twitter. And uh, welcome back. No offer sheets this week by anybody because nobody has <laughs> balls. balls like our nobody esteemed has balls. Balls. Uh, general manager, uh, Monsieur Bergevin has. And um, we were really worried this week because this was probably the first week where nothing <laughs> absolutely substantial happened. Any news that was coming out of the Habs were dealt with uh, Max Domi's shoe collection. Yep. Um, the <laughs> the Beauty League that Ryan Paling is participating in. Uh, whatever that is. I actually didn't end up reading about that, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, I was just about to say. Cole Caulfield is uh, participating in the Summer Showcase. We, we hear that he made that, right, Beth? Yes. All right, all right. There's that. I saw something about it, but did not have a chance to research it. Right. And I'm in, going. I am in the same boat in that regard. Uh, <laughs> it's in Plymouth, Michigan. Cool. Nice. And there's uh, 44 USA players going. Nice. Holy moly. To play on two teams. Good job. So is it only USA players? Mm, no. Is it a United this States showcase? This is a showcase? screenshot, so I don't know. It says oh. it's a World Junior Summer so Showcase, so I'm guessing. Oh, okay. Yeah, then it would there's be gonna international. There's going to be two. Yeah, it's international. There's going to be two USA teams. Cool. I just, so if you're in the area, everything. check it out. Um, those showcases are pretty cool. You get to see yeah. all the kiddos do all their kiddo things, but with hockey. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Very cool. Where is Plymouth? Uh, How big is Michigan? Plymouth uh, is a rock it, in the Michigan's middle. Michigan's just weird. It's like a weird shape. Yeah. Or yeah. Oh, it's duh. Okay, it's it's the state that's surrounded by the Great Lakes. I should yeah. have known that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plymouth, though, off the top of my head, I actually don't know where Plymouth is. Um. It's taking a while to zoom out for some reason. It's a, it's a, it is near Ann Arbor. Which is... Oh, I've heard of Ann Arbor. North, it's, it's also like looks close to Toledo, Ohio. It is off of Lake... 
What lake is this? Michigan. No, Erie. (laughs) (laughs) It's also near Flint, Michigan. So don't drink anything if you go visit. Mm. It's 10 miles from Detroit, in other words. I don't even see Detroit on this map. Well, you're looking at the wrong map. Oh, Detroit is in Michigan, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I was just joking. I mean, oh. you're like, oh, it's by Ann Arbor. It's by Flint, Detroit Michigan. Detroit is not it's showing up. I literally, <laughs> it's like a half hour from Detroit. Oh, there's Detroit. I was zoomed out too far, I guess. It was like, fuck, <laughs> fuck Detroit. Here's Toledo. Oh, it's next to the township of Northville. Ah, Northville. What a great town. West Bloomfield. One of Milford my favorites. Charter. Didn't you go to a show there? Isn't that when you, like, went to a show and drove back in the same night dave that, that was, was toronto that was toronto oh that was okay. maiden anyways um northville uh oh, i have a the... call coming in which Uh-oh. i'm going to ignore arpin basu okay? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry arpin. that's arpin i'm just going to ignore just, him i'm going to decline his call super busy <laughs> Anyway, uh, the town, the township of northville which has probably some of the best tie i've ever had uh, at the um Oh, Ypsilanti. what I the heck's the name it. of that place? Okay. Oh, yeah, Mr. Ty. That's right. At the Mr. Ty in uh, the township of Northville. Great place. Check it out when you get a chance. And then go check out the Summer Showcase. Thai places in have the best names. I have yes. never been to Northville, so I can't actually attest to that. My Thai place is called Little Thailand. <laughs> Ours is Thai Ties. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Mr. Ty. I know. Like they they're like, why are we gonna fuck around with some kind yeah. of weird catchy name? That's some straight Listen, gangster OG shit. <laughs> we're not just Thai food, we're Thai Thai food. <laughs> we're just better than the other Thai please, places. Please tell us your local yes, please. awesome Thai restaurant. We want to know for when we visit. They are the best named. Yes. Yep. Faux show. Straight up. OG gangster shit right there. OG. Excellent. The OG. So that is really weird. Did I talk about that with you, Dave, today? Because I actually looked up OG. The OG on um um the urban dictionary. We could have you could have asked oh, us. Oh, it's the original gangster. Yeah. Or I, I thought it was Garden. like the original. I thought it was like the original something or mm-hmm, the original mm-hmm. period. And yeah. it was a cool way to say OG, but original gangster. That's yeah. Right. So and then yeah. if you're in a if you're in a server group on Facebook or Twitter, it means Olive Garden, the restaurant. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I always. I've just... been to Olive Garden one time. <laughs> and then that's, that's enough. Like <laughs> and then Reddit has a different derivative of it, whereas uh, somebody that starts a thread or a discussion on Reddit is uh, referred to as the OP. The original poster. Yes. Okay. So oh, I don't do Reddit. Yeah, me neither. Um, any yeah. listeners that do do Reddit, man, God bless you guys, because I could do, not. Do do. Because I can't stand Reddit in any way, shape, or form. It's messy and ugly. It is. First of all, it's it's a fucking disaster. I. Yeah. It's it's so okay. Time to get into this discussion. It looks so, like some shitty old school. I. Yeah. I've been on the yeah. internet all of my life. That's probably like 25. So a, prob- a quarter of a century on the internet and Reddit is the worst looking forum yes. I have seen in my life. 
I just yeah, don't yeah. get why people it's like, well, it's the shit. No, it is shit. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's just, aesthetically yeah, yes, bad. It, it's it's moderated by a bunch of fucking cowards. It's it's it, it, it Jesus. Looks... Not to alienate any potential Habs fans that are moderating if, any Reddit. If you moderate shit. Reddit shit, get on your shit. It's <laughs> it, it looks terrible, and I just I hate it. I hate. Yeah, it looks awful. It. That's why I I. Yeah, every time a link takes me to a Reddit thing, I'm like, oh fuck, I don't want to find out that badly. I would yeah. I would rather be stuck in an email chain in Hotmail yes. than go to fucking Reddit. <laughs> in an email chain of reply alls oh at infinitum. Lord. Which is to don't say Don't reply all unless it has something to do with me. Which is to say, uh the Discord That's another topic for our Habs. Uh great job guys. Love you all. <laughs> But I only read it on Discord. I don't read any of the posts or anything. So <laughs> it's just it. Which is why I go on Twitter for all my information. Which is a great it was so source funny for when sports. Twitter was down today. Yeah. So that's actually a, a point of thing. So, so, okay. We kind of got way off track. So, um, <laughs> some, Summer Showcase about? over at Plymouth. Oh, Thank yeah. God for the Township of Cole Northville. Um, Cole Caulfield doing his thing. Um, so we didn't have anything Any to talk USA about. Habs kiddos? Yep, yep, all those guys. I I, I don't know, maybe Caden Promo. Yeah. Wait, okay. no. No. He's not English no. or American. Is he? Um uh, Who's no. our American goalie? Mm. Oh my god. Paling is not a goalie. No, but he's from the USA. Yeah, he is. Um Son of a bitch, he might be too old. That's the World Juniors. I know Shane McShane is going, but he's Canadian. Shane McShane. Shane McShane. Yeah. All right. I I can't recall. It's uh, it's driving me nuts. My no. Okay. Anyway, so screw that. Regardless. So yeah. We did the uh, the happy hour QA, and I believe that we got perhaps one question out of that. (laughs) No, we had two. um, From one of our new listeners who asked us. Uh, how we became Habs fans. That is from at Dyson Sphere, and I love yes. that name because do either of you know what a Dyson <laughs> Sphere is? Uh, it's a vacuum ball. No. I was going to say, is it about the vacuum? Yeah, I thought it was. Now, unless this guy sells <laughs> vacuums, Mr. Dyson Sphere, I, <laughs> I severely doubt that he does, but a Dyson Sphere is a superstructure, a theory, that is built in space around a sun. Physics. That um, that absorbs uh, the heat from the sun and transmits it back to Earth. Uh-huh. I don't like physics. Dyson sphere. Yeah, I'm this sorry. is not the side of my brain that Mm-mm. I prefer to work with. Yeah. Anyway, that's what a Dyson sphere is. So I saw that on Twitter today. Somebody asked the question: If the sun is so hot, why is outer space so cold? <laughs> I think it was like a basketball player or a football player, and then I just kind of went down a rabbit hole, and then it ended up with Tom Brady going, should we start a podcast? I might listen to that episode. (laughs) I know why. (laughs) You know why? Yeah. Because there's no oxygen? No, it's, um, okay, 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 okay. So, heat, like, uh-huh. ah, shit, wait, now I don't right? know. 
No, no, yeah, no. So I was going to say when 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 our astronauts go to the moon, uh-huh. when they used to do that sort of thing, they had to be kind of careful with the whole night and day cycle on the moon because direct because direct light from the sun was scorching we'll blind on you. the moon and oh, scorching and also blind you because there was no radiation shield that uh the earth has on the moon which is why if we ever went to venus we could never step foot on venus because we'd be incinerated it's too hot there same thing with mercury we could live sort of sort of kind of almost on the dark side of mercury but as soon as you know the 30 day rotation happens uh we would have to run to the other side yeah we'd be boiled alive it'd be very very hot so we are far enough away that the International Space Station is kind of, sort of, okay in that regard. But that thing's built for, you know, thermal uh, radiation and all that sort of stuff. Um, once we get out past the International Space Station, we start getting into the space around the Earth where there's no magnetic field protecting people. Once you get past the moon, that becomes even more apparent. So the closer, of course, you get to the sun... I mean, it gets really bad. Why it feels hot for us on the Earth is because heat's bouncing back and forth between the surface of the Earth and the atmosphere, and that's where the heat comes right. from that we deal with. So in space... The greenhouse effect? Effect. That's right. Yes! Yay. And I think that's correct. <laughs> Are you doing this off memory? Yes. Holy shit. I took... Um, during my first foray in college, I took a 101 on rocket science, and we dealt a lot with uh, solar radiation in space. That's so, really cool. And you still cool. remember. It's super interesting, it is. So yeah, if anybody's smarter really than us, uh, please correct us. And everybody? The, uh, yes. Please correct <laughs> us. As in everybody. Yeah, everybody. Please correct us and uh, correct the uh, football folks that are wondering about that. <laughs> so yes. Twitter went down. At some point today, Ooh. right when we did, oh yeah, Dyson Sphere's freaking question. Anyway, <laughs> okay, okay. Why are we Habs fans? I would refer to our first episode. I think we covered that. Was it? I maybe or maybe our second. It I was our it first. Been one. our second. Oh really? It was our first one. Okay. I'm leaning towards the first episode, but Mr. Dyson Sphere. I don't Sphere, think it was the first one. Okay. For some reason, guess, it doesn't matter. I guess but today, we um, can cover it for people who haven't been following us since the beginning. I suppose briefly, we could, we could do yeah a very quick yeah. recap of that. Yes. Uh, ladies first. <laughs> Veronica Beth first. Is first up. I okay. always go first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so my family. I'm from Chile. I was born there. We moved to Canada, and Montreal was our first stop. And of course. Um, all, at least all of my friends in my school that I knew, um, were all Montreal Canadiens fans. And that's, that, that's just the way it was. Nice. So, it, and it's been that way ever since. And no matter where I live, um, like I've, I've lived in, uh, different Canadian cities and different parts of the world. Um, once the CH is on your heart, that's it. Amen. Amen. That's my story. Yeah. That's up. Okay. <laughs> so um, when I was in, I didn't, wasn't into sports pretty much at all in my entire life. But um, when I was in college, I worked at a sports bar. And one night it was slow and I ended up watching a Habs Sharks game. And I fell in love with the Montreal Canadiens. And uh, I've been a fan ever since. 
And as for myself, good choice. That is a good Thanks. choice. Good choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good thing you're not a, mm -hmm. a dirty sharks fan. <laughs> <laughs> They're Western Conference. I just have a I have a uh, innate hatred towards the Western Conference, particularly teams in California. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe because there's three of them there. I know. <laughs> like as if anyway. and two are okay. so close together. Yeah. Yes. Granted, New York has two, two, like three minutes from each other. No, Buffalo D is away. Yeah. I was thinking about Long Island. I forgot about Long Buffalo. Island. Oh, shit. Yeah, then they do have three. <laughs> yeah, no, Long Island is New York. Sorry, Islanders fans. <laughs> you forgot all about you. Just... Not anymore because they've got. And I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> uh, that... They have that one dude that we don't like that was that goalie. Oh, fucking same on Varlamov. Varlamov. Yeah, he sounds like a fucking mm. impossible He's villain. A fucking scumbag. All right, so mm. as mm. for myself, uh, ma famille Quebecois, uh, but they moved uh, down here to New York. Uh, my grandparents moved the family uh, down here, uh, you know, to where I grew up. And growing up, uh, hockey has been hockey was always on the peripheral of uh, my life. But my grandfather was a Habs fan, and when he uh, passed away, uh, my uncle and I, my uncle being like his firstborn son, and him and I were talking, and since I was raised by my grandparents, my uncle and I kind of sort of have this kind of sort of brother thing going on every once in a while, and we, totally. got, to, and we got to talking about uh, my grandfather, and he said, you know, Dave, he was a, he was a big hockey fan, which really surprised me, because I never saw him watching sports and whatnot, but, you know, just uh, given, uh, you know, how hard he worked, and he worked all the time, i uh, didn't have time for that sort of thing so because of that and some other you know, things that were that were going on with me at the time I said okay let me get into this team and see what the whole deal is so I was fortunate enough to get really into the team in the 2013-2014 season when they had the uh, the sweep of the lightning in that playoffs I think that was that playoffs mm, and yep. going on from <clears throat> there and that got me hooked that got me hooked real hard, and uh, that's why I'm a fan, more or less. First episode or the second episode has more <laughs> on that from all. Yeah, there's more detailed. And you guys Ashley are probably right. Too. But Ashley and Ashley with us. and Ashley. yeah, yeah, Smashly, Smashly. Yeah, that's right. And then we had. What are our favorite salads? That's right. Oh my god! Who asked that? <laughs> I couldn't remember. Uh -huh. Oh, Alberta, Alberta Habs fan, or oh. Habs fan, Habs fans of Alberta, or something like that. But I have two. I have. Well, you better think of a third. It's hard to pick a favorite because salads are. Let's just each pick a favorite. <sighs> Because uh, maybe that's what they meant. I'm in a okay. pickle here. Oh, so the three of us, you're saying. Okay. Right. And those yeah. are the three that, salads. I think that's what they meant. All right. If that's not it, sorry, bud. But uh, that's what we're going to go with. <laughs> that's what we're going to go with. Because that's a Can lot of salad. That is a lot of salad. But there's so many salads. I actually have three favorite salads. But. Wow. You have to pick. go with your most favorite. Okay. Ladies okay. first. <clears throat> Fine, I'll go first again. Oh, wait a minute. I went oh. first last time. Okay. 
which I'm not used to doing because I'm last alphabetically. That's right. Go. That's how I do go, it. Go, Veronica, go. Okay. Oh, do you want me to go? If you want to, yeah. Okay. So this salad is a salad that I unfortunately don't eat anymore because I don't, I avoid um, pasta. But I recommend it, recommend it to anybody out there. I first ate it at a restaurant in Chile thinking, this sounds interesting. Mm. It's a pasta salad. And I know a lot of people don't like eating cold pasta. But it's basically a rotini pasta. There is uh, uh, steamed broccoli florets in there. Um, sliced black olives. Yum. Diced red pepper raw. And capers. And it, it sounds is a good. Com- it is a combination of flavors that is ridiculous. I make it for every sort of um, potluck style thing Ooh. that we do. And I say, I'll bring my pasta salad. And everybody's like, okay. Um, so that pasta salad is, is the rotini, the al dente, of course, uh, capers, black olives, red peppers, and broccoli. And the dressing is basically just salt, pepper, oregano flakes, and um, uh, apple cider vinegar. Very important. It is a key part to the combination of the flavors. And then you top it off with some Parmesan cheese. And it's ridiculously good. It is one of my favorite salads to make. And my daughter, who is not, who, you know, kind of wasn't big on salads. I made it one time and she asked to try it and she fell in love with it immediately. That's awesome. Veronica, have you thought about trying like like a chickpea or lentil pasta so you can have protein instead of the carbs? The only thing is that um, this this sort of regimen that I've been following since January one. Oh no legumes is no legumes. It's straight up. Yeah. I can't do any chickpeas, lentils, beans or anything, but I can do it on my treat day, which is the weekends. There you go. So I'll check that out. Yes. Yeah. And that's my salad. And there's no name for it. Hmm. I stole it from a restaurant in Chile, but now it's just, we can call it the Veronica salad. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, yeah. that yeah. sounds like a very Veronica salad. <laughs> it does sound like a very Veronica salad. It is ridiculously delicious. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. It's your turn, Beth. Beth? Um, oh, it's so hard to decide. Okay. Um... My favorite salad is taco salad. Mm. Um, my, I've had it since I was a little kid. My grandmother made it for me. I think the first time I ever had it. And, like, my mom's made it. Um, and traditionally, it's, well, the, in my family. So it's shredded lettuce, like you, like you would put on your taco. So romaine or iceberg or whatever. Um, Black beans, kidney beans, you can add pinto beans if you want to, um, corn if you want to. It's kind of like a, a free-for-all with the beans. Um, and then you have your ground beef that you've cooked and seasoned, like taco meat, and you've let 
get cold, you, you've chilled. Um, and then you can either, if you're vegan or vegetarian, you can either leave it out or use a substitute. Um, and then cheese or a cheese substitute. Um, and then the, traditionally the dressing is, um, similar to a thousand Island dressing, but I'm not a big fan of creamy dressings. So Mm. I like to do a cilantro lime vinaigrette on it instead. And then you throw in your, your crushed up nacho cheese Doritos or your Fritos or your regular tortilla or just your favorite type of tortilla chip. And you just mix it all together and it's wonderful. That sounds amazing. It's so good. Wow. Is that- I can eat Especially buckets the cilantro of it. lime yes. vinaigrette. So good. I've had a cilantro lime vinaigrette with avocado. Yum. Yes, put avocado in there. We never put yes. avocado in. I don't know why, but we should. Put it in the dressing. Yes. So oh, good. then we can make it cream. That'd be a fine creamy dressing. I feel like other yeah. creamy dressings just have like globs of mayonnaise, and I'm not a huge mm-hmm. mayonnaise person. I adore mayonnaise, but not on my salad. No. Yeah, what nope. the fuck? Yeah. That's and not I especially a... don't like Miracle Whip. Not even <laughs> in Canada. No, no. You don't, no, please. No. Just... Mayonnaise has its time and place. Holy on a burger. Yep. Holy Christ. In all kinds of other places. With my fries. On a sandwich, like a sub? I like yeah. That. That's a good one. On the outside of a grilled cheese. <sighs> oh. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I think ranch but no, be not on salad. for that. Not on salad. Ranch? Yeah. On the outside of a grilled cheese? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm three seconds away from hanging up on you. Why would you eat mayonnaise with a grilled cheese? No, no, no. You, don't, you don't dip it in there. You put it on the outside of the bread before you cook it. Because it makes the bread, <sighs> makes it, it toasts it perfectly. It makes it absolutely golden brown. And crispy. Are you huffing at me? Sounds amazing. Right. I'm agreeing with you, Beth. Uh-huh. Thank you, Veronica. Right. That's a... I'm never <laughs> cooking for you, Dave. What's your favorite salad, yeah, Dave? Dave what's your favorite Let's hear salad. about your favorite salad. The antipasta before the meal. Oh, no, that's not even a salad. That's not a salad. That's not a salad. That's is a, there, like is a there starter. A, is there an anti-salad? There's jello salad. Like... Like, I'm pretty much, I would like this entree, and like, oh, it comes with a salad. I'm like, okay, great. That's probably my favorite salad. Oh, my God. What you... Like, house salad? It, yes, like, dry. Like, the house, which is like, oh, God, I forgot about that. David. I don't go out of my way for salads. <laughs> so, you're, I'm like, dying you want, like, the here. iceberg? With like the sort of dried out um, cucumber, like not the cucumber, bacon bits, carrot, sad crouton. Yeah, and like and a little bit of red cabbage in there. Uh, bacon and that's bits your are favorite salad. Bacon carrots. bits are kind of rich for the kind of house salad I'm into. <laughs> all right, so if you can, if you can pump the brakes there. Well, you like the like. <laughs> I'm, I'm either eating so a no salad. Croutons? Well, see, croutons in a sad like that are just an obstacle. It's like these are really hard to chew at the moment. What are croutons? Yes. Why? Well, why? I mean, they're just hard bread. I'm not a big 
croutons per se. Me either, because you can't stab them. They need to put yeah. holes in the croutons before they bake them. I'm a salad purist. Mm. And like toasted bread, it seems like it was just kind of invented to, I don't know, to have something extra at the salad bar. I don't yeah. know. I, I didn't grow up with that shit. I get confused by salad. I don't believe in it. And then they get soggy in the dressing, but then yes! still, you still can't pick them up with your fork. Nope. Yeah, what an I'm an anti-crouton person. I like, and I don't want crackers in, in my salad either. Well, They're good in soup. It's like a fine. French onion, for instance. Oh my no. god, French onion soup. I, no, I love no, 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 onions, and I don't like French onion soup. I don't understand what's wrong with me. But Ooh. I've never liked French onion. It is the in Montreal most basic. Well, in Montreal, it's just onion soup. No, 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 no. <laughs> so the, oui, oui, um, oui. on the last couple of nights that we were in Montreal over in November, what? there was the one on Sunday. We were on. Um, we were staying <clears throat> now in Old Montreal, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we were just like. Okay, still a little on the hungover side. And what would be the best thing oh, in the world right soup. now is French onion soup. Oh, my God. Just a We literally, we Googled it, best French onion soup in Montreal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it said it came up, the result came up at Holder on McGill, which mm. was like a 10-minute walk. Perfect. From the Airbnb. And we went there, and it was, it was reasonably priced absolutely delicious hit the spot beautiful ambiance the, the restaurant there's the space used to be a bank oh my like job used to be a bank oh, oh, oh it's sorry just a, so it's random. such a beautiful room <laughs> and um the servers and every, and anyway we went again the next night and the next night i had the duck confit Ooh. upon the recommendation might i add of one Mr. Sean Gordon. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Because he's a foodie. And so he and I were DMing. Wow, and we I was would like, not be friends where should I, I eat? <laughs> <laughs> and when I told him I'd been to Holder, which is one of the places that he recommended, and I said, oh, my God, we were we were just there. And then he said, next time you go, have the duck confit. So I went the following night and had the duck confit, and he was not wrong. It was amazing. We haven't talked about the halves. <laughs> yes, we have. We talked about Mr. Caulfield. Well, because nothing happened today. Yeah. Then Twitter <laughs> well, went down. Today. Well, then Twitter went down. And then We're going like, in chronological oh, order. Christ. So, okay. <laughs> Something did happen with the Habs as we're nearing the halfway point of the episode. We finished. Today? Yes, Yay! we did. We finished. Two RFAs that filed for arbitration were signed to deals. Extensions at that. To stay with the Habs. The first of which was the long-anticipated terms for Yuel Armia. Which is good. Uh, yeah, he was signed like uh, for two years, if I didn't mention that already, at 2.6 million bucks. That's fine. Yeah. I don't see any reason that that's an issue. And did you see that the Sweet Baby Eagle incorporated that into his Instagram story? The I, announcement about Joel Armia? I did not. I saw it, and I wanted to say something about it, but then Twitter was being funnier. <laughs> I don't remember what happened. No, 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 no. That happened after Twitter. I don't remember. But anyway, um, I screenshotted it. 
Excellent. Because I was so pleased for him. Good. So, yes, um, Yuel and uh, Arturi. Well, actually, no. That's actually completely Lartiste. wrong. Uh, that was completely not what I wanted to say. But afterwards, oh. another anticipated signing did occur, and Liartiste was signed for two years, $2.4 million, which is fair for um, yeah. you know, what's, what's been going on with him. Didn't have a, a super great season last season. We expected more from his sophomore, uh, for those that do not understand. That's the second professional year. Now he's going to be a junior, which is completely weird in that context. I know. Yeah, that is weird. Fuck America. So, um, <laughs> American high school systems, rather. So I read up. Yeah. Well, no. For two point four. For two point four, and that's a you know that's a pretty sizable. Well, no, he had a. I'm trying to see like what his original contract was beforehand. Uh, one point eight for Arturi going. Uh, I'm sorry. Wow. So Joe Armia, one point eight was his last contract signed for a year. Gets a bump up to two point eight, so he gets an extra million a year. Well worth it. Two point six. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then Arturi's progression. Uh, started with, uh, oh, wow, yep. Okay, less than a million. Cap hit at, uh, let's see, uh, 839 for whatever reason. I'm just looking at cap friendly as always. And he gets a nice bump up to 2.4. That's a big, Four. yep, yeah, 2.4. Four. Yeah. So, good so for, for a grand total of 5 million, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That the leaves... two of them for two years. That's right. That leaves the Habs now with $4.8 million to spend on whatever they want. Charles Houdon is still uh, RFA, filed for arbitration. His hearing's on August the 2nd. And then people always say, well, people have been telling me, well, we got to sign McCarran too. I'm like, all right, McCarran as well. I mean, he's getting a million, maybe. Yeah, but that's AHL money. Isn't that separate? Uh, I don't know. I wish I knew more about it. Important to note as well that that um, cap space yep. includes Ulsner yep. and Weiss That's right. on the roster. So who <laughs> combined add up to something like seven million bucks? Well, that's we have to make sure. I mean, depending on how creative you get. And we have to make sure that we include, like, okay, so this is their salary. When they move down, how much of that is eaten up by the AHL? And that gets into stuff that I don't know how they break it down. But, yes, yeah. essentially, um, once uh, Weiss and Alsner probably more than likely are moved down to Laval or traded, uh, the Habs will get some more relief, which probably equals, or at least pretty close to equals the signings for uh, Armia and Lekkonen. Yeah, and I was reading today when I was looking this stuff up just because I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to arrive at the fact that I hope it <laughs> I hope, holy shit oh my holy shit there's this huge spider walking across my living room right now. Run! Ah! Oh my god, it's gone! Oh Oh, oh, shit. oh no! Oh, <laughs> are you 
Don't worry about me. Just be loud, uh, and it will be oh, afraid of my you. My God, it's right there. Okay. No. Um. Just yell at it. <laughs> yell just, at it. It'll go wait a minute. Away. Where's Lucky? <laughs> my God, I think we lost her. Oh, oh! I thought she just muted herself. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. The spider caught her. <laughs> just gonna double check the call. Oh no, she's gone, gone. She's gone, gone. Right? Yeah, it seems like. Yeah, she's not. She's gone for me too. So, <sighs> anyways, I guess uh, the show will go on. Just give me one second. I'll DM her really quick. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so she's dealing with that. Um. <laughs> So yeah, that's the present cap. And uh yeah, Hudon, I imagine Hudon will get another contract with the team, but at league minimum. Same thing with McCarran, league minimum. Mm -hmm. And then uh at least according to uh, what Bergevin said in the past, uh and this was at the press conference when the uh, Aho uh, offer seat was uh still alive and well. He had mentioned that Hudon plans on competing to make it into the team. And that was also the same presser where Berzavan said that Armia and Lekkanen are going to be with the club next uh, year. And, well, he just, you know, brought that up. They're definitely, they got their, they got their uh, new contract, so they'll definitely be back with the team. So with that being said, hey, 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 hey. <sighs> is it dead? No, I was overreacting uh -oh. and my... So what happened was my phone fell on the floor and disconnected from my headphones, uh -oh. lost a spider, uh -oh. and dropped off the call. It was just a disaster. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Complete failure. No, no, you did, you did just fine. Well, we were just mentioning that uh, this is exactly what Bergevin mentioned. Uh, Armia and Lekkanen were going to stay at the presser uh, for the Aho sheet. And that he said that Houdon, he expects, or at least he had mentioned that Houdon wants to compete for a spot. And that they're going to give him the opportunity to do so. So, I imagine yeah. that Houdon will actually probably get a contract. Well, he had a qualifying offer that he thumbed his nose at. Right. And I'm kind That's of my understanding. Yes, that is true too. Yeah, no, that is a good point. So, I'm kind of wondering if that's a uh, uh, part of course. If that's the expression, mm -hmm. kind of like how filing for arbitration is the same sort of thing. It's a formality. Um, and then I guess we'll just see what happens. There's a whole lot of summer left. whole mm. lot of yes. season left. <laughs> yeah. Summer has barely begun. Right, exactly. And that essentially is what news happened today. Um, and here we are. I guess the big uh, things to really look, look out for would be uh, a lot of people are, uh oh. Motherfucker, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get him this time. Get him. Unless get this him. is a different one. Oh, no. Woohoo. Woo! I got him. Okay. Phew. All Nailed right. It. I hope he doesn't have brothers and sisters. I don't want to. Okay. Don't. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, don't. No, mm -hmm. they, okay. he's a... thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Only he has child. no siblings. Only child. Only child. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. That's it. Bye. Yep. Goodbye. The whole family tree ended just there. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> All right. We win. We can. Yeah, we win. <laughs> so now, uh, 
that's the only Habs news we have. We have something from last week that we could talk about. They're going to have to stretch it out quite a bit. Unless there's anything else off the top. Actually, wait, let me take a look here. And I was really looking through some of the details of stuff. So, the Habs mentioned, uh, yeah, over the, over the weekend, uh, some more details about Anderson and Carey. Now, Anderson being, uh, the kid, the kiddo, that was in the, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. the video where, uh, Carey, um, hugged him and gave him the equipment, and of course, he's also the same child that was a part of the NHL awards, uh, ceremony to that much, cool. to great fanfare, and it definitely was overshadowed only slightly by Angela's, uh, Instagram story. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yup. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was cool because he, um, in that story, Anderson said that he actually, when he was at the sort of, you know, the pre-ceremony events, mm -hmm. he specifically asked if Carrie was there and he was specifically told that unfortunately Carrie couldn't be there. And I was surprised that Carrie made it to the thing because all week they were in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, having their vacation or whatever it was with the, uh, you know, him, uh, Angela and the kiddos. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and as we all know, the story is uh, Anderson's on stage. Uh, at, I forget what award it was that was uh, being given at the time. And then they say, oh, wait a second. We have a message for you, Mr. Anderson. And it was Carrie fucking Price. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty cool. It was really cool. Yeah. And he uh, was and, and he was so he was so surprised. It was, yeah, yeah. It was just very genuine and lovely. And Carrie's so good, eh? With the yeah. kiddos, with kids, yeah, definitely is. He's a natural. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm good just, for him. I'm just reading over the article that they wrote up all about it. So Anderson, you know, gets to go backstage, gets to meet everybody, gets to meet Sidney fucking Crosby. Yeah. With him, and uh, you know, Carrie. It's a quote here. Uh, Carrie saying, "Hey, bud." Pleasure to have you. Sounds like you have such amazing a life ahead of you. Text me whenever you'd like. Because he's got Carrie's digits. Yeah. How many of us can say that? Like, no, no one. Can. Nobody? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> know who has those digits? Angela Price, <laughs> Shay Weber, Mark Bergevin, Kayla and Price, that's it. and his parents. Yeah, and his pet mom and, and probably and his like, sister lives preschool. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> that's it. those are that's that's seven people. Oh, speaking yeah. of, I'm still just reading through this article that it was the first time that Carrie and Angela left Live and Millie at home with other family members. <gasps> yep. Oh. Wow. That's why I was surprised that Carrie Price was there. Because yeah. he had a little baby at home. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was surprised when I was surprised that Angela was there also. Yeah. Well, she had to be. Well, they didn't force so that the he panty could have his situation. pocket square. <laughs> um, now, here, here, here's the best thing about that, and if, for people that don't know, even though it, sh it should be you should know. public knowledge yeah. now, because I kind of blew up the next day. I, <laughs> I was in bed. 
I was in bed just looking through Instagram stories. Angela's comes up. I usually just kind of thumb through it because she's talking about, you know, at home stuff, kids stuff. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. it's 2.30 in the fucking morning. Angela, I <laughs> love you, but I got to go. And then she starts, you know, talking about the awards ceremony. I was like, ah, okay, let me go back and we actually listen to this one. And she says, so, you know, Kiri Price, you know, my husband, didn't have his, uh, his handkerchief. So instead, we had to uh, employ some hanky panky. I was like, "Excuse me, And of course, <laughs> they folded one of Angela's panties to ha- be in. It, that was a really Francis. good job because they were so lacy. Yeah, they were so <laughs> lacy. That was that was a. I mean, when she said hanky panky, she wasn't kidding about that. Was fact. not kidding. <laughs> Very creative. Is hanky panky a Canadian term? Do they use that? I know it's a more oh, Australian no. British thing. No, we've you I I I grew up knowing that term. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. I was I don't know, I've heard it also. Well, I mean, I've and heard it in songs and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah but like yeah. I can name one country song that says hanky panky. I think it's called hanky panky. I think oh, it was she wanted a euphemism. Right. And that just, was the one she landed on. I just wasn't because it just sort of means like naughtiness, well, like naughty. Yeah, I, yes, but right? there's a. <laughs> I don't think I'm making my my uh, my case clear here. When ladies want to shop for lingerie, they go to like Victoria's Secret and they say, "I'm shopping for lingerie." When ladies and say one of the uh, part of the former empire, be it Britain or Australia, because I've been to Australia. I've heard this sentence. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the hanky-panky store to buy hanky-panky. Okay, just one moment. Okay. It's a line of lingerie. It's awesome. I just Googled it, and it's the first thing that came up. It is, but it's also the term that's used for it in general. Lingerie? Hanky-panky. In place oh, okay. of lingerie. Oh no, I didn't know that. That no. no That's my point. That's what they I'm call sorry. it. I'm <laughs> sorry. I did. Is it a Canadian brand? Right, and we'll see. No. Investigative reporting with that. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the actual term, like the, the the saying. The saying. That's what I'm Hanky saying. Panky panky. Right. Yeah, that's so, what I was understood. So when Angela so he, mentioned it, I was like, oh, I wonder USA if that's stuff. some sort of cultural thing or it's just saying it for fun. I get that she's probably just saying it for fun because it is fun to say, sort of. Oh, right. So that's why you were asking if yes. in Canada we use that. Although she is a USA girl. Right. However, she's also been living in Canada for quite some time That's now. right. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I wonder. I'm trying to find out if they have a storefront, but I don't see anything. Maybe they are Hanky Panky branded lingerie. Maybe. That's the plot yeah, thickens. Maybe. About uh... I have receipts on this. I'm gonna to talk to my Australian. Store locator. Later. There we go. <laughs> You're gonna find them in Australia and Britain. They're in North Carolina, Illinois, <laughs> Rhode Island. They're in Washington State, North Carolina, Illinois, Arkansas, Tennessee. Oh, there's one in, oh, there's one like an hour away from me. Dude, when you Google it, that's all you get is underwear. Tennessee, Florida. Yeah, there. There's, okay. It was a term. So they're all in like the eastern part of the United States, except for two in Washington State. 
And one is really close to the border near Vancouver-ish. There's the movie starring Gene Wilder and his late wife, Gilda Radner. Hanky Panky, 1982. Uh, Tommy James and the Shondells sang a song called Hanky Panky. <laughs> recorded in 1964. <sighs> Nationwide release in 1966. 60s. Yeah, the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a B-side. Oh, there's one you in New York City. Yeah, yeah, it's the New York side. City. <laughs> Chuck <sighs> Fletcher would definitely say "Hanky Panky." Chuck Fletcher. I don't know. Well, I don't actually, know. Hanky you probably panky, would. See. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting back into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that. We cannot do that. We can't. We can't. Because now we have just enough time to talk about our player of the week that has been finally, long, long finally. postponed. <sighs> so, this particular individual, he was selected in the second round, 49th overall, and this will give it away, in 2003 <laughs> by the Nashville Predators. He later became the captain of the Nashville Predators, made his debut in the NHL in 2006, named Predators captain in 2010. He was involved in a trade of, of some substance in 2016, which then landed him the captainship of the Habs in 2018. Of course, we are talking about... Mike Shea Weber! Shea Weber. Not Mike Connolly. Likes my joke. No, nope, good call. Not Mike. That's... He was never captain. I don't think. Never I considered by any silly. team I'm on the sorry. planet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I just sorry, Michael Condon. Sorry, sorry, buddy. So, Shay Weber is a hab. Shay Weber also Thank won God. world junior gold medalist. Uh, IIHF gold medalist. A two-time, two-time, two-time. Two-time. Olympic gold medalist. Last season, he returned to the Hab to Habs to much fanfare after missing the first part of the season, which probably costed the Habs the playoffs. Because Weber's presence on the ice cannot be disputed. In 58 games, he scored 14 goals, tallied 19 assists for 33 points overall in the span of 58 games. If he had those extra games, he probably would have made 40, perhaps 45 points. Pizza's here. Pizza's here. Yeah, somebody's here. Did you order food, sweetheart? Okay. Nice. It's all good. Good call. Pizza yeah. is such a good call. Where was he when the spider was there? My son? <laughs> yeah. As far away as he could be. <laughs> Same. <laughs> figures so at the beginning of the season we did not have him he comes back strong he's old reliable he is the best captain in the league essentially yeah yeah and uh some milestones happened this season he played his 900th career game which means that we more than likely will see shea weber be given a silver stick by the habs organization sometime in the next two three years he also registered his 200th goal as a defenseman with the Habs 
way uh, to over go. the course of his career. Good of job, Shay. Good job, Shay. Fucking Weber. Fucking Weber. Mm-hmm. Take it away. You have to add that. Oh yeah, Shay. Fucking yeah. Weber. <laughs> you know what's really cool is that my friend um, Danon today, who I haven't seen in a while, he and I used to work together, but. Huge Habs fan. Huge Habs fan uh, from BC. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he sends me a text today and I put it on Twitter. And he said, oh, my God, you'll never guess who I just ran into at the airport in Kelowna. Shay Weber. (gasps) And I'm like, what? I put it on Twitter. And he's like, um... Yeah, no, he, uh, he, I saw him. He was like standing like right in front of me in line and had his whole family with him and like a grandma situation uh... there and everything. So I didn't get a picture. So he wanted to get a picture with him to send to me because he knew that I would die. I would die. But um, he was respectful enough not to ask for a picture. But he, I asked, um, so he shook hands. I asked how the handshake was. And he says, it's a very stern handshake. Wow. I asked how his hand is. <laughs> Danon, my friend, which he just laughed at. But he said, he's a big dude. And I'm like, yes, he is. And he's like, man mountain. LOL. Yes. Ran into Shay Weber at Kelowna Airport today. And lived. And lived to tell the tale. Lived. And, <laughs> and it was just so timely because Shay Weber is our player of the week that we've been trying to get to for the past three weeks. And which has, you know, been the case because we've been having uh, guests on. We have uh, the time goes over. We don't have enough yeah. time. We don't want to waste anybody's time, you know, going and over And we want to dedicate time. enough time to Shea Weber that he deserves. Exactly. And this is, you know, well due. I mean, I recall uh, some parts of the season people were questioning Weber's ability. Uh, especially in the later half in the season. Uh, I get it. I actually think he was injured at some point. Right? Didn't they reveal yeah. that at the end of the season that he was he was playing injured? He I don't think that anybody I just don't recall what it that. was. Oh. I don't I'm not sure that anybody confirmed that. Our listeners will know for sure. Mm-hmm. But I do recall him being specifically asked and him adamantly denying being injured or being impervious. Impervious? Yes. Susceptible oh. to injury in any way. He will not admit injury. Well, see, well, that's Mm-mm. the thing with Weber is that, like, injured to him is not injured to us. No, mm-hmm. it's not. Like, we're just mortals. There's another level to injured in <laughs> In the mind of Weber. Yeah. Like when he got that skate to the fucking groin in that one game in his first season as a hab. Yeah. Some people said it looked like the knee. I thought it looked a little bit considerably higher than the knee. And he kept on playing. And after that game, he was asked about that and how he came back out to just continue playing. And he said, quote unquote, it's just pain. That's all. So, like, it doesn't even compute for him that you're going to take time out to feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. That's Shea Weber. That is Shea Weber. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, I have a fun fact about Shea Weber. Say yes. it. Well, sort of. Um, his son plays hockey with um Paul Byron's son. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Oh God, poor guy can't keep up with the kid. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul Byron's like down. his son is like God. <laughs> well, Paul Byron's one of the hockey dads for the team. Oh my God. <laughs> How did I not know this? I don't know. I found this out a couple weeks ago because I it was around Father's Day and I was looking up Father's Day stuff and I found a whole bunch of stuff about Paul Byron, and God. that popped up and it's it's um apparently Weber has multiple children which I was not aware of. He's got a couple. Hasn't He's very he? secretive. Uh yeah no shit. Um but it's Beckett. Yes and then, Beckett. Yeah Beckett is the son and he plays with Paul Byron's son Bryson. I love it. Yeah. Were you just talking about Byron's uh, anniversary today? It is Paul Byron's anniversary today. He has been married for five years. I saw that on Instagram. Sarah. His wedding photos. He oh looks my god. Like he's sixteen. He does. He looks. Oh and then freaking well, Max Domi was like, "Is the was. flow coming back?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But he's like thirty. Yeah, yeah, he's an if old If he doesn't have boy. that beard, he looks like he's yes. 16. He's young. Um, and he said he said that he had kids a lot earlier than he had planned on, like just when he was thinking about his life. Um, Byron? Yeah. Yep. Um, but that he wouldn't change a thing. Like their like his their daughter was there before they got married and everything. Like she was in their wedding and stuff, but yes. he was like I wouldn't change anything. No, of course. So not. I thought that was cute. Cool. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. That is um, awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah. And I mean, what else to say about Shea Weber that we haven't said already? It's hard to. Oh. Mm-hmm. And also, it's hard for me to like remember how um, in that the summer after his first season, I put together a hundred days of Weber. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just sort of as, as a, as a Weber appreciation thing, because people were still kind of s- sort of really obtuse and stupid about Shea Weber. And so I did it because of that. And in the back of my mind, as I was doing it every day, as I was putting up a post, I thought he would hate this. He would hate this. Like, just doesn't want the spotlight, doesn't want the, you know, like, um, when he was here for the draft in Vancouver, which essentially, by the way, I've meant to, men- meant to mention this before, is the first time I have been in the same building as Shay Weber. That's right. Even though I have been to three, three live Montreal Canadiens hockey games since he became a Hab. It's the first time I've seen I've been in the same building with him. Finally. Finally. Um, And even there, even that night, like uh, being up on stage and I think because it's ridiculous, because why wouldn't you expect it? But I think he was surprised by the warm sort of like ovation that he got. Oh yeah, in Rogers Arena. He was a bit mm-hmm. surprised. Like he was, he was just going up there, and he was about to say his thing, and then people started cheering, and he's like, "Oh, this is awkward. Please stop." 
stop? Will you stop now? <laughs> it's like so. And, and even in the video that was filmed with Brennan Gallagher in one of the, in one of the suites, um, sort of prior to all of the, the events on the floor, um, he's just, he doesn't like that shit, man. He tries to act like it's, he's comfortable with it, but he's not. And that is one of the, my favorite things about him. He's very humble. And, and he just doesn't want that shit. Like he, he doesn't. doesn't want it. He just wants to play hockey and do yes. good things. And, and be that like, um, in Arpin's piece, the one that we talked about, I think last week or the week before where he was talking about, um, you know, kind of like the, the window for Carrie and Shay. Right. When he was interviewing with them, like Shay Weber realized that towards the end of the season, last season, his minutes were, were kind of sort of being shaved down. And uh, the conventional wisdom is that that was strategic because in case they made the playoffs and Shay would be fresh for the playoffs, but that pissed him off. He doesn't want his minutes shaved down. Mm-mm. And so he's, he's working because for the first, like last season, he didn't have the benefit of a, of a full summer of training and working out and whatever. He didn't have training camp. He didn't have the full summer. He, did, he basically came in cold. So now, like, Shea, uh, uh, like Carrie Price said, like having Shea be in top form for training camp, <clears throat> Yeah, should be something really cool for fans. I'm not entirely sure if we've ever had that. Like, I'm trying to think back to his first season too, and I could have yeah. sworn there was something up then too, unless I'm out of my mind. But regardless, the thing is, is that even even if he was, it doesn't matter because this team next year is it's it's going to be something because mm-hmm. that 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 freaking the training camp is going to be. Je ne sais quoi. I don't know what. I do not know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something, and I'm going to take time. I hope I'm going to be able to to go up and actually watch some of it because it's I'm expecting a lot. It's the kids, of course, mm-hmm. but it's going to be Weber with whatever whatever squad we're able Mete. to. The, yeah, mm-hmm. Weber and Mate for sure, and also on the you know, who's going to be playing in front of them. Who's gonna be the rest of the guys behind him? Juleson's gonna be back. It's gonna be a lot yes. of balance. People forget that about that, yeah. Yeah, the Terminator, he'll be back. Um but yeah. I'll be back. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to look forward to and the rest of the offseason because I mean Berzavan's not done. I would be surprised if he were, but I don't think he is. Nope. No. Expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. Do we have time for me to ask you guys each, ask you guys a question? We are out of time. Okay, then I will save it. Save it for next time. Yeah. Oh, the listeners. That was just a tease. You have to wait till next week. Next week. Sorry to say, but sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. That's it. That's right. Thank yeah. you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. Thank Once you. Glory. Yeah. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>